Last Call Wednesday, all the political news to keep you informed because G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What's going on, everybody? A lot of people in the live chat's already going. We got a full show for you today. We got a Kerry Lake bribe. This is coming from somebody who this is bombshell news. Look, I'm not trying again. I'm not trying to be salacious. It's just the times we live in, guys. This is crazy. I'm going to play the whole bribe for you. The guy even alludes to like, oh, you might want to play along or kapowie, kapooie, as he puts it. Uh, Very like it's out of a movie-esque type bribe here caught on tape by Carrie Lake and her folks. So again, I think, well, like not, I talked about this on the Patreon episode. It, go back and listen to the Patreon, but it's starting to fall apart, folks. It's, there's too much information. There's too much knowledge that's easily, easily attainable by us peasants and the elites are falling apart. They can't keep up with what we know uh, and the battle that is before us. And it is just unraveling quickly. And I hope you guys are keeping up with it because boy, is it entertaining. Also the UFC crowd, Got a little Joe Rogan reaction, which I thought was hilarious. I wanted to play it for you guys. Uh, what's going on in Canada? Uh, listen, I love this. I love this clip. I didn't think you could say this kind of thing in Canada about their prime minister, but I guess you can, or at least if there's enough people doing it at the same time, you can do it. Uh, finally, the two U.S. Navy SEALs that went missing last week that we also talked about on Patreon have been confirmed. Well, I mean, they, they have marked them as dead. It's been 10 days. It's not confirmed. They have not found the bodies yet. We'll dive into that. Also, a little bit more on this Super Bowl conspiracy theory that now mainstream media is even starting to cover. We covered this on the Patreon news show as well. So that's going to be fun to talk about. Uh, and then we have... Um, Oh, and then we have the border crisis that we have to get into because, uh, again, it's just, it's ramping up more and more. Now we've got some kind of a terrorist that's saying, you're going to remember my name. What kind of threat is that? What's going on at our borders? Uh, I've got anti-hero podcast. Is Tyler here to join us today. Today's show brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and vectormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack five zero. We'll be back in just one the growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. We don't have a uh, producer with us today. It's going to be a long show because uh, for those of you who don't know, Josh is going through a rough time. Listen, I don't know if he wants me talking about his personal business here, but um, you know, he didn't say not to. He didn't say not to. And it, most of you guys know his name is Dead Leg. And he's just been having a hellacious time with this leg that's essentially dead. It leaves him in constant pain. He wants to get rid of the leg altogether. Um this was due to an accident of him jumping over a fence, breaking his leg really bad. They missed one break and it cut off all the nerves and then it killed his leg. No longer able to be a police officer or anything like that. Uh, he is a veteran. And so he's been suffering from this leg. He goes, he flies to Memphis, Tennessee to get some relief this week um, and, and meet some new board of doctors to figure out what to do with this leg. And they give him even more doom and gloom news. And so he's just been down and out, guys. So please keep him in your thoughts and prayers and not your T-H-O-T-S thoughts, but like your real thoughts and your real prayers as he's going through this hard time. So 
He was up all night, um, as most people would be. And I'll let him tell the story if he wants to tell the story. But uh, I, I think it just it's, it's worth noting that uh, he's not just burning sick days. You know what I'm saying? He's not just like, yo, I, I mean, listen, there's no sick days. We just say, just don't come, dude. Like, listen, take a night off. Take a day off. Get your thoughts together. Um, and we're fine with that. We're totally cool with that. We support him. We love him. We hope everything gets better. Uh, but thank goodness we have the anti-hero podcast, a real hero in our midst. There goes my hero. Yeah, I had my work shirt on, but I'd take it off because you can see the patches. That made you look even more heroic, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, it's good to have you with us, uh, Tyler from Anti-Hero Podcast. By the way, before we jump into today's news, uh, I was on the TikToks this morning. By the way, Nikki Haley. Um, if you haven't, if you if you haven't been keeping up with the news, Nikki Haley is is now it's just her and, and and Donald Trump running for the Republican candidate now, and um, she had a thing about like saying that if you spend for every hour you spend on TikTok, you are seventeen percent more likely to be more anti-Semitic and anti and pro-Hamas for every one hour you spend on TikTok. Uh Thanks, Nikki Haley. But while I was going through TikTok, uh, becoming more, I guess, anti-Semitic and more pro-Hamas, I don't feel like I'm any more anti-Semitic or pro-Hamas. My thoughts uh, virtually have not changed. I don't even see as much on TikTok about Hamas or anything. I My TikTok is loaded with these like Ukrainian drone strikes um, where these Ukrainians are getting blown up by drones. I, maybe, I don't, maybe it's just me. A lot of skateboarding videos, but I don't really get anything from Israel and Hamas, but what I did come across today is your boy Rob O'Neill's calling you out specifically, not specifically. That was a lie. That was an exaggeration. It wasn't a lie. It was an exaggeration. He didn't say your name, but he says he's got this vet that won't get off his nuts about uh, what happened that day. So well, he, still, he just can't get off of it. Yeah, he's guilty, and he's 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 got a guilty mind. That's what you when you're like, bro, I didn't even say anything. Like, yeah, well, my lights went out, but you know, it's Brent. Brent was strategically like working him and letting him kind of do it. You know, when you're like, you arrest somebody and you just ask, let him basically. cook, let yeah. him cook now. So, you know, it's letting it happen. You're talking about like you're letting him cook. <laughs> We're letting him tell his own story without him knowing he's telling his own story. Well, it's funny because there's a lot of people in his chats. Um, like the first three or four comments are pretty pro Rob O'Neill, and then it just gets bad from there. They're like, dude, you're lying. Just tell the truth. It's just like, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Going after that. I mean, listen, I don't know. Uh, but, but that was a, a podcast that you guys did uh, about the the lies of Rob O'Neill and what really happened that day from a Delta Force perspective and from somebody who's talked to several SEALs in that community. And um, yeah, he can't seem to get off of it. I think after that weekend, y'all posted that he ends up getting a DUI, which is really sad and having his running with the police and, and it just got really dark there. But uh, anyway, that put you guys way on the map. And that was right after you came over to C-minus media to join us with failure to stop. And um, that was pretty cool to watch it unfold. Um, and you guys have had some other bangers on anti-hero podcast. Uh, you had the, uh, the, the only fans chick out there who talked about her dad and her kids potentially watching her only fans. Uh, if I remember that correctly, that was like super creepy. I had lunch with a Wolfpack fan. He's a trucker. 
come into town and he said, hey, uh, would you would you mind joining me for lunch? I'm, I'm passing through your area. And he calls me sir, which is, which is extremely weird. Uh, but I get it. Like fans think that I'm above you, right? Like you guys think that I think of you as peasants or something. And I don't. Most of you are smarter, probably more successful than me. But um, he was like, sir, I hope this isn't out of line, but I would like to, 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 to have lunch with you. And I was like, dude, let's go. If you're going to be in this area, shit, even if you're within an hour, I'll drive. He came here and then he bought the lunch. He paid for the lunch. It was crazy. But hey, thank you guys. But anyway, he, he really enjoys your podcast a lot. We, we talked a lot about your episodes. And I thought that was pretty interesting. But uh, really nice guy. He, he, I don't think he wanted me to say his name because he may or may not have been on the clock when we had lunch. So I'm not going to out him. Um, but I, I did appreciate uh, a lunch. He took me to Clayton Steakhouse for lunch. So that was really kind of him. And, and he kept going on uh, about like, I can't believe you're just having lunch with me. Wow. Like, you know, you're kind of like a normal guy. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I podcast in a, in a barn. I have a podcast barn. Uh, so yeah, I am a normal, I am a normal guy. So, uh, but I, I appreciate that. We appreciate all the fans and, and everybody else. Speaking of fans, a bunch of people in the live chat real quick. Loren, Tyler S, Will Cray, Mer 530, Clark Culpepper, Pat Milburn. That's a new name, Pat Milburn, Ryan Alosio. Um, and if it's not a, a new name, I apologize for not remembering who you are. Guns in Cafe, been blowing us up on Instagram. I love it. He's making a lot of good comments, a lot of good points. Appreciate all that. Michael Hendricks is here. So I'm not going to go on forever and, and scroll up. Heather Redden, thank you so much. Uh, a lot of paid members, a lot of new members coming over to the Patreon as well. I just learned today how to chat with you guys on Patreon. So get ready for it. Look, I'm having a great time with the Patreon on news unfiltered show where I get to say whatever I want. I'm just kind of coming into my foreskin, <laughs> my new skin on the Patreon there. So thank you guys uh, for joining in, being patient on that. Uh, still looking for some writers and some fact checkers for this whole new news program. And we appreciate it. By the way, there's your caveat for today. I'm not a news expert. I'm not a journalist. You guys know that. Like I'm an ex-cop, ex-military veteran, combat veteran, police officer. I own my own distillery. If you want me to go through the resume, Certified specialist of wine, sommelier. This can go on. We can do that. Um, but I'm not a journalist. But I also understand that you guys are rolling around in your me wagons and you guys are getting crazy news that you don't know what to do with. You don't even know what, what to do with it. And so I thought, like, let's, I, we, you know, five days a week, we try to entertain you guys in your meat wagons, in your patrol vehicles, in your fire trucks that are doing loop-de-loops in the in the icy roads of, what, where was that? It was that Michigan? Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that poor fucking fire truck. <laughs> Bro, he, just, the, he, knew, he knew he lost it like the first mid-turn, and it's just like, hold on. Oh, my. Could you imagine being in there? We got Same. a Black Hawk down. We got a Black Hawk down. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> no offense to those who served in uh, Black Hawk Town. I apologize yeah, if no one's uh, timing. Um, but yeah, uh, we give you something to listen to and it's something to talk about, and it's important. This whole this whole show was created over a year ago, last call, and it was just a way to give you something else to talk about because I, I work at you know I I own a distillery. I work my own distillery. I, I bartend at my own distillery. You can catch me there three days a week, typically. Uh, you can always catch me there every Wednesday night, just about almost every Friday night and almost every Saturday night. I'm always there. And um, but the thing is, a lot of cops come in, um, a lot of firefighters come in, a lot of EMS. We're kind of like a hub for first responders. And the conversation is almost always geared towards uh, 
first responder stuff. And so I created the show to give first responders something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. And, and it's really caught on. It's become a thing. And now here we are almost a, a year and a couple of months later. And I have two new shows, one on Patreon and one right here for free because you guys want more of these news. Now, I don't want to have imposter syndrome. I do have imposter syndrome. I don't want you guys to think that I, I'm a, a journalist by any account. What I do is I read through the news. I try to do it as objectively as I can. And I, I pull from several sources. And then I give you what the coolest parts of each news segment to talk about so that you can bring it up in discussions. Maybe you're waiting on a drug dog and you're trying to kill some time and you're trying to break the ice, giving you something to talk about. Maybe you guys are bored, snowed in at the firehouse and everybody's sitting around playing Uno, giving you something else to talk about and break the ice. It's all we're doing here. So look, don't hold my feet to the fire and don't be afraid to disagree with what I say. If my take on the news isn't correct, I don't care. I'm not a journalist. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Just put it right here in the live chats. If you're on our Patreon or paid members, by the way, all that money goes back into this particular news show, I'm trying to hire a, a writer right now, a real journalist. We're looking at one right now. Um, over from the one more and I'm out of here, guys, just, uh, we're working some details out, things like that. But like you guys, there's a chat in there that I'm now uh, privy to. We have a, a Facebook group called FTS underscore Wolfpack private group. Get in there. Get active. Let's go. We're also I'm on Twitter. You can hit me there. Instagram, fair to stop. Eric Tanzi official. Hit us anywhere you want to do and let's have a discussion. This is my life. This is what I do full time. My whole life is dedicated to you, the Wolfpack. And we appreciate every single one of you. Now, I think the biggest breaking news for today, though, that you that you have to talk about, and this is really scary. I said it uh, on the Patreon unfiltered show. Love to get your take on this, uh, Tyler. But um, and, and listen, I, I'm not a huge Trump guy. You guys know that. I'm not. I don't put Trump stickers anywhere. I don't have a Trump T-shirt. I don't. If I have one political T-shirt, it's the one that I I was wearing it when I met my wife, and it was a Ron Paul T-shirt from like the early 2000s. That's the only political T-shirt I have. Um, I'm I I. I don't think that any of these politicians are, are heroes. I, I don't put them on a pedestal. I vote for who I have to vote to make my quality of life better. And that's it. I get that these guys are scumbags. Don't make it that far without being a scumbag. And um, But I think, I think there has been a draining of the swamp, so to speak, where there is a certain sect of elites who I'm not going to say are, are amazing human beings, but they at least have some kind of moral compass. They have some kind of moral value. Uh, at least it appears that they have some sort of line that can't be crossed. These guys are like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're just, and, and look, I'm not saying that they're great people. I'm not saying that they're not wackadoodles either. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that it appears it appears that there's a line in the sand that they're not willing to cross. Carrie Lake being one of these women. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, it seems like there are a bunch of left uh, wing politicians out there that also have a line that's not going to be crossed and are equally as wackadoodle on the other side. And then you got the weirdos in the middle like Nikki Haley. And who knows which way she swings? But saying things like TikTok makes you 17% more pro Hamas. I mean, just the, the garbage that comes out of some of these folks' mouths is ridiculous. But there's a battle going on. There's a battle going on and us stuck in the middle are just kind of stuck in the middle of having to try to choose a side. 
But I think the battle, I, I think the evil is unraveling. I think there's too much information that we're getting too quickly, too readily available, and it's starting to fall apart. And how it's starting to fall apart and how I know it's evil is, is, is you have to look at it in its totality without being, I'm not telling you have to be a fan. I'm not saying you got to be a fan of any of these folks. What I'm saying is you got to look at objectively, you got to look at the totality of it all. You got to look at how everything has, has fallen apart, how the Ashley Biden diary leaked, how it got found out, how, how Hunter Biden's laptop was discovered, how the FBI won't deny it, how the Gretchen Whitmere thing unfolded and the Department of Justice couldn't really figure it out and do anything about it. And they had to literally go and recharge these guys, even after a jury of their peers acquitted them in like less than two hours, found them not guilty. But the Department of Justice had to sneak back in there. And put their own justice down because they know that they fucked up and they know they fucked up because they've done it again with January 6th. We're going to find out here with this whole bombing thing that's just gotten released. Again, more emails being burned down. Uh, if you want, you, it's just it, it's growing and growing as far as the left just not able to keep their shit together. They're just being exposed. COVID-19 stuff being exposed. The Anthony Fauci stuff being exposed. And this is what I mean by being exposed. If, if you think that this is if you're looking at it individually and you're coming up with excuses, I would challenge you to come up with an excuse for uh, for the Carrie Lake bribe. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it. But this is Carrie Lake, if you don't know, she was a uh, media journalist, mainstream media journalist, and, and she gets a lot of flack um, because she's flopped. Right? She was uh, before she was a Republican. 2008, when Obama comes in, she she flips to independent and then quickly over to Democrat. 2012, she runs back into Republican. But if you're going to go off of what she says about it, she only she only explains that the reason she flopped was she didn't like the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. She thought Obama was going to fix that. You know what's funny about that? I was the same way. I was the same way. I did not. By the time by the time that rolled around, uh, I, I was in special operations at that point for like three years, and I was kind of figuring out the truth of things. Some of the some of the uh, older senior guys uh, in the special operations unit, I was were, were, were like feeding me propaganda because I didn't watch the news, I didn't research it myself, but they were kind of like explaining to me. Um, they were explaining to me how corrupt the wars that we were fighting, and 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 I started when it's starting to believe it. So I I became an Obama fan pretty quickly. And then I saw what Obama was about, and really quickly I was like, oh, no, never mind. That was a fucking terrible mistake. I was wrong. You know what that, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds what? me of when a, when a chick gets dumped by a dude and she has her lesbo phase for like a year and then goes back to a, <laughs> goes back to what she really is. <laughs> yeah, like we've all been there, right? We've all, we've all questioned our sexuality. Oh, she broke my heart. Maybe I'm gay. Maybe, am I gay? <laughs> then you suck one dick and you're like, damn. <laughs> I wasn't gay this whole time. I hated that. guys. Guys, I wasn't gay. <laughs> guys, help me. Help me here. I'm not. I'm not that gay. Have uh, we? Have we? In all reality, have we fought a just war since World War II? Like a war of. Like, I mean, I don't know that World War II. You could have. I mean, there's a lot of. The, the, I mean, it's not even conspiracy theories, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff like what was it? The bombing of the uh, what was the boat that they. Um, that they went after and, and and that was a big conspiracy there that got us into world war two or well pearl harbor i mean jesus um yeah. uh you know prescott bush going back if you want to go in the bush administration prescott bush was very 
you know, pro supporting the war and supported the Hitler side of the war and, and, and our banks funded the Hitler side of the war for a little while. Very confusing stuff. Listen, I, I, I think our political corruption goes way back. Uh, but when I'm talking about it unraveling, what I'm talking about, and I'm so sorry, guys, that we don't have a producer again today because I'm, I'm having to do this by myself and it's embarrassing because I suck at it. But let me try to play this clip for you. Um, and, and let me know what you think. So this is a, this is a leak from, uh, this is, this is a bribe leak that, that Carrie Lake reported. Now, Carrie Lake, again, I told you she's flip-flopped a bunch of times. Now she's running for, for Senate. She's a Republican. She's running for Senate com house committee. And, uh, she, um, she gets approached by another Republican that's telling her not to run because they don't want Donald Trump in the office. So they, they don't want you to have your vote, essentially, folks. I, well, not you. Maybe not you specifically. But there's a lot of people that are voting for Trump. There's a lot of people out there that really want Trump to win. And, and here's the thing. If you want my personal opinion, I'm not, I'm not going to hide in the middle for you and, and be all holier than now. I'm, I'll admit it. I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm going to do it. But, but here's the reason why. Same reason I didn't get the COVID vaccine. The more you try to put, the more the government wants me to do something, I got mad questions about it. I'm like, yo, hold on. I don't trust you guys at all. I only trust you when you're like mildly in on something. That's probably about the only time you're telling the truth. But when you're like anti something or super pro something, there's some bullshit going on. And I don't trust it and until I figure out what the bullshit is. I'm not getting it. I didn't get it when it was called Trump's vaccine. I didn't get it when it was called Biden's vaccine. I was like, yeah, if it, if to me it was the government vaccine and I wasn't going to take it until I figured out what was going on. And thank God I didn't. I have no regrets, no regrets at all. I feel very good about not getting it to be, to be honest with you. Um, let me play this clip. Uh, this is what I mean by it's, it's unraveling. This is uh, from, uh, from the victory channel flashpoints uh, from YouTube. Um, this is the recording that they played here. You got your phone. Can you, you hear that? Your recorder ready. Yeah. You're going to want to record this next segment. Carrie Lake to not run for Senate in Arizona. Now, is there any companies out there of this of this clip? Now, all right, here we go. Let me play the clip. They, there are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Of the no, Senate. they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't, don't go. You never know. I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you, if you say no, which is fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I know. They're going to try to have me murdered. <laughs> not that either. Face world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, man. I see the cartels operating in 50 states right now. Like all 50, you mm -hmm. know? So... So what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell you the what. I just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, you can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. If you say, well, I got offered to buy out. Yeah. Don't use it. Because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's this is my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not about ownership. It's about control. I know it's about control. Now, I just want to just, I, I have to pause it really quick and do some commentary so I don't get in trouble from YouTube. But, I mean, this guy's tone of voice, that's not how he talks. He's trying to be like he's in a movie. Do you kind of get that feel? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I almost sound like I'm listening to a movie script. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, uh, some really powerful people, Tyler. I didn't really know they talked like that behind closed doors, but apparently they do. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess the movies are right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the truth is always in the movies. Yeah, it's like not subtle at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, just this exactly how it goes. Let me go on. Because I, I love her response. It's about being on the team. I guess that. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But just team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? You want to stay opportunities. <laughs> what? I'll tell you what I can offer you. What? Um, I said, you can do whatever you want. The talking head is So the, the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, is this, is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her to keep her out? Yo, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to keep playing it. But, hell, I'm getting word from back east. You know, is there any is there any jobs I can keep you on the payroll? Like, keep her on the payroll to get her to stop running? Back east? I mean, this is wazoo. Tell her I'm going to get your take on it in just a second. I got to keep playing it, though. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So, what do you want to do? Whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not. But at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can make it. I don't know if he can I think where it really comes down to for a lot of people, it's not only really about like control or agenda, it's just about the ability to raise money to win. You know, if you really want to know, all of politics, politics falls down to money. Mm -hmm. And even on their end, like, what makes them the most money? I know, these, all these consultants don't want. Yo, this dude needs to be fucking tried for treason ASAP. Like the fact that we're not hunting this guy down and dragging him into a courtroom, bonkers, bonkers. Let me keep going. I just, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, I'm saying, I'm having a hard time here saying like, yo, I'm taking out warrants on this dude. This dude lives in my district. And I'm a cop. I'm, I'm about to figure it out. Like this is straight up treason. Hold on. Let me keep playing it. I Listen, I, I get excited. I get excited. Hold on. They're, they're paid at it. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am not. Right. If they're going to steal the election to make me and our, our movement go away, what? I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona or to carry their torch and their voice. Or you don't go away. But pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. Pause. No, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to, to pause on this battlefield. We don't have. Whoa, dude! What? All right, so let me remove this from the screen here. Um, uh, man, what did you take on this? 
By the way, you missed the part where she gets him to say, I, I, and, and I don't want to misspeak, go and listen to the whole speech. I get nervous playing stuff like that on YouTube because if you play stuff too long, YouTube will, uh, will spank you for it. Yeah. Um, yes, um, Glow Mama, her closing statements were incredible. At one point, she asked him to, I don't, I, I, I can't remember. I go back and watch it. But his response to it is, he's like, well, I mean, I don't want to get in my car and. Like, a, a, like what he's telling her is like, hey, these are powerful people. And if I fuck around, they're going to blow me up. But he, he was saying it in a way to scare her as well. What is your take on this, Tyler? Who? What's that? What's that guy's authority over her? What? What is his position in government? Um. So let me. So Arizona State candidate, and this is from the Hill. Arizona Senate candidate Carrie Lake called out on the state's GOP chair Jeff Dewitt. That's who this is to resign Tuesday after recording surfaces of the chair appearing to offer Lake money in exchange for not running for office. He's got to resign, she says. We can't have somebody who is corrupt and compromised running the Republican Party. Uh, that that was her response to uh, NBC reporters. Um, so yes, do you think it was leaked or do you think he got had? Like, do you think she knew that no, that was recorded? She recorded it, I think she recorded it and dropped it. Yeah, oops. <laughs> I, I mean, good for her, she's got ball. I, I so here's where I think the game is up, right? I think the scare tactics of the, no, this is my opinion, folks. This is my opinion. This is where you disagree with me in the chats. This isn't where you sit there in your car and you'd be like, God, this fucking Eric is an idiot. He's an idiot. No, I get that. I am. I'm a C minus student at best. Here is my opinion. Feel free to change my opinion. I'm a flopper, bro. I'm a flopper. I'd like to see evidence. I like to hear people's testimonies. And I think that's what makes a good cop, by the way. It's the cop that shows up to the domestic already saying the dude's guilty or automatically saying the woman's guilty or, or going to a shoplifting thing and automatically assuming guilt or, or the DUI assuming it. Those are the cops that, that make mistakes sometimes. I didn't want to be a cop that made any mistakes. I wanted to get your story. I wanted to get their story. I wanted to put the stories together. I wanted to talk to other officers about it. And I wanted to get the, the totality of the evidence before I made a charge. That's the kind of guy I am. So I, I can be flopped. I can be swayed. But let me tell you what my opinion is. I think that, that there has been political corruption at the level of uh, a lot of bribery. I think bribery works almost every time. I, I think I think the bribing always works. That's why they don't have to assassinate. What comes after the bribe doesn't work is a character assassination. And we yeah. and we see this with Joe Rogan. We've seen it with um, Russell Brand. We've seen it with a number of other people that when they'll bribe you to stop doing something and you do it a little bit more and then they uh, they 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 uh, kind of like they come out with some alleged alleged thing where you touch someone, you know, or, you know, all of a sudden all these scandals. Yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so here, here's my thing. I think that there's enough people right now that are like, go ahead. That, yeah, here's what's funny. I saw this kind of swing in things when Johnny Depp, I know <laughs> this is where you hang up, where you're like, this guy, this guy's an idiot. Stay with me if you want. Listen, when Johnny Depp got up on the stand and, and just completely told the truth, like didn't care about the consequences, talked about doing, doing all those drugs, people were like, Oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah, it made it made you believe him. You're like, every, he's being very truthful right now. And then you can tell when somebody's telling the truth, and then they switch it up, and then they start their narrative, or if they just continue to just, and that's what happened. And I feel like that's how, that's why everybody was like, this dude's telling the truth. She's nuts. She's nuts. And so I think people were empowered by that, and I think people were like, you know what? 
we're not afraid of our past transgressions. We, you can't hold us hostage by these things because you've done shit too. Oh, and cool. we're going we're gonna to fight back now. And that's why the woke is going away. We'll see this with the whole UFC thing with Strickland coming out and, and talking uh, mad shit to the reporters. I mean, the day of woke, I, people are starting to fight back. And, and I love that. I put it on my ex on my Twitter about how excited I was. That was pretty cool. I mean, even if you don't agree with them, even if you don't agree with them, it was cool that someone said that. And back, what, two years ago, the fucking sport, uh, the media companies, Dana White, everybody would have lost their fucking minds. And everybody's just kind of sitting back and going, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? It's not right. like, you know, everybody's just kind of like, this is a fair fight now. Go. If, if the woke agenda wants to come at this guy, go ahead. But they're not. Because they're so used to be, they're so used to bullying the people around people like Strickland, right? So the mob would go to Dana, would go to the media outlets and go, you guys can't have this fighter or we're out, right? And so they would right. be like, hey, man, you said what you said, you got to go. Now it's like, no, nah, we're good. Well, I, yeah, because Bud Light got canceled by, uh, like, at their own game, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and I, I bet you Anheuser-Busch was like, you know, they're, they're the leaders. They're one of the big leaders in the world uh, economically. And so they, I'm, think, I'm pretty sure they were like, guys, this is, uh, we're not going to do this anymore. This is fucking stupid. Like, the, these peasants are rising up, you know? The whole bread and entertainment thing is falling apart, too. I want to jump into that um, as far as the NFL conspiracy goes, that now mainstream media is starting to... And, and I talked about this on, on the Patreon episode. Um, bread and... Uh, it was Juvenile, the famous Roman poet who wrote about... Uh, um, Bread and entertainment, basically. It, it, it bread and circus. So if, if you give yeah. the people bread and a circus, they they won't uh, they won't disrupt civilly. They won't protest. You know, they, they'll cancel what, what their plans of giving a shit were to to go protest or or to to call their buddy. You know, if we give them entertainment, we give them food. They we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but that doesn't really pan out because eventually the the vow gets lifted and we all see what's going on. And, and like I said, in today's era, in the era of today where we have all this technology at the tip of our fingertips, that's why they don't want TikTok here. Because people are kind of like sh freely streaming the truth and the facts of what's going on. And, and, or at least getting something that they can research and find facts from. And, and and the the Nikki Haley's of this world and the the governing mainstream media's of this world and the boomers of this world are like, oh, well, you guys can't make up your own minds and you're going to be poisoned by the TikToks and you're going to watch your TikToks and your mind's going to be poisoned. You're going to believe everything the TikToks say because you're too fucking stupid. You peasants, you're too, you're too stupid to make your own decisions and do your own fact tracking no we're not there's a lot of people that are that are seeking real like journal to me the people the boomers all these to me that are listening to mainstream media the fox news and the cnn and taking every word and every breadcrumb and following hamas or following israel or following anybody that these jokers tell you to follow ukraine the whole nine yards and you don't question it at all you're you're the idiot you're the moron like, listen, don't talk to me about supporting Ukraine or Russia because I don't blindly follow any of these people. I have talked to tons of people. I've got a, I, I've written correspondence with people in Ukraine. I've, I talk to people extensively on what's going on there, and I have mixed feelings about it. And I'm okay with having mixed feelings about it. Because when you go hook, line, and sinker, this isn't baseball. This isn't football. It's, you don't pick a team and root for them. Imagine if the Steelers, the decisions that the coach Tomlin was making for the Steelers uh, ended in, in other people's lives. You'd still be a Steelers fan, but you wouldn't support everything that they do. 
you'd hold them a lot more accountable if people's lives were at stake. We don't treat it that way. We treat it like it's just a like a like a team. And no matter what call they make, oh, you got sacked. Big deal. No, it's not. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. We gotta we gotta pay attention. We gotta make sure that people aren't corrupt, that they're not doing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. But anyway, uh this Carrie Lake mess, before we move on, do you think this is treasonous? Do you think this guy should resign immediately? I mean, to, to me, this is the most disgusting thing. And the Republicans, this is the most disgusting thing that I've actually physically seen as a fake journalist. Yeah, well, I don't think anything's going to happen to him. <laughs> Not that anything ever does what happen do you to think anybody. I mean, what, what is your opinion on You're like, oh, well, I mean, that just probably happens every day. But now that we know that it happens every day, do you think it changes anything? That guy, that, people- that guy should... Ish- it should be complete 1776 on that guy. That guy should borderline have like a five minute trial and then yeah. in front of, in front of everybody, you know, this sure. is, but like you said, it's treason. You know, he literally said, uh, I, I'm going to put the country's best intention. Like, you know, like I, what do you say? He knew it's going to hurt the country, but it's not good for the country, it's but pause. it's just, a, like, it's, yeah. it's not good for the country. It's just a pause. It's just a battlefield you know, pause. Pause in the battle. What? Pause. That. What? Did you imagine? Like, I know this isn't good for the war effort, but we're just going to take a pause in the battle. Like, I know it's not good. I know we're. What? What are you guys' thoughts, man? Uh, Murph 530 in the chat says Arizona was more blatant. I'd say I listened to three different court hearings while working and i agree uh it happened everywhere but arizona was uh, the most it happened tactical news says, yeah because people in reading who know him i'm oh, sorry i'm coming into you guys' conversations way late um and we don't have a producer that's putting the, the key notes up here for me so i'm having to go back there uh uh so if you, if you got something uh, that you want to put out there just go ahead and, and go ahead and send it out now and I'll, I'll post it out there um this this isn't the christmas truth of 19 for, truce of 1914 says tactical dude i totally agree go team north north america um uh, Fulgenius is just coming in late but uh yeah i, I mean what, what crazy times you live and listen today's shows brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack it sleeps so good it's scary i sleep through most of this stuff because of a ghost bed thank god because you know I, I can't imagine those of you who aren't sleeping on a ghost bed and then letting this thing just keep you up all night Ghostbed's being a loyal supporter of us speaking truth, supporting first responders and veterans for like my my whole four year uh, podcasting career. I haven't had to worry about working another job. Thank you to Ghostbed. So I, if you guys want to see this show keep going and you're looking for a bed, this is a great way to support us. You're not just giving money to nothing. You're getting money and you're getting a ghost bed or getting a ghost bed pillow. Valentine's Day is coming right up. What a perfect time to get that gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. Instead of buying that $100 teddy bear, that $100 bouquet of roses that dies in a week, buy her a ghost bed pillow. Get her some of the cooling sheets, the topper. Get her the cooling mattress with the zero gravity massage, airless, like it's a it's an air gun of massage. It's the craziest feeling ever. When I went down to the ghost bed facility down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I got to lay on these things, check out the whole facility. I got to see these beds made with my own eyes. How cool is that? Dude, they got the healing technology, the copper stuff running through them. If you're an athlete, they got the, the, the uh, Serena Williams edition. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack right now. 0% down, 0% financing. And that's if you've got this um, uh, this Republican GOP dude. Uh, what was his name? Um, 
Jeff DeWitt, if you got Jeff DeWitt credit after he, uh, you know, gets hopefully, uh, you know, trial for treason. Also, we have factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50. If you want to look jacked like my boy Tyler from the Anti-Hero Podcast over here, start with some good meal prep and some good meal planning for the week. Spend time with your kids. Head over to California like uh, like Tyler did with the fam. Heading over to California. You know how he does that and affords that time and still looks like he does? is because Factor Meals is an easy way to go meal planning and meal prep. And you don't have to take take uh, meal planning. It's just take it off the table. No pun intended. Yeah. Right and now, nice because you, can, yeah, you don't have to like you don't have when you go out of town a, a lot, right? You you meal prep, you got to throw everything away because it's you know you cook, but with shit like that, you know, factor meals, you uh, it's it's it stays fresh and you can take it with you. That's great. It's beautiful, man. I love my ghost bed pillow. Um, I mean, I love my factor meals. I have somebody in the chat was talking about the the ghost bed pillows, but the pillow too, you could take with you as well. You, you put that on a flight, wrap it on your backpack. Yeah. Factor Meals has 300 menu items, uh, over 300. Men. They got breakfast options too. Whether you want to do calorie conscious or protein heavy, um, what are you trying to do, vegetarian and vegan? Whatever it is for your 2024 goal, listen, it's not too late. Let's start in February with your new diet, new you, new me. Listen, we're all doing the new me, new you. Look how much weight uh, and how uh, well. I don't want to say you lost weight, you get offended, but look how much bulk uh, Tyler has going on. Look how much weight I've lost, man. I'm down like six pounds since the beginning of the year. Um, and that's, you know, greatly thanks to, to Factor Meals, to the Wolfpack Fitness private group that we have going on. And, and of course, uh, Gracie Rowling Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which has uh, just been keeping me in shape since the beginning of December. And I really appreciate all of that. But head over to Factor Meals right now, chef prepared, fresh, never frozen meals delivered right to your door. Uh, so you don't have to think about meal planning at all right now. Head over to factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50. Get you 50% off your first order. Check them out, guys. All right, let's jump into this next story. Um, uh, real side, I'll go with it really quickly here. The U.S. identifies uh, two missing Navy SEALs. Let me pop their picture up here. Again, we don't have a producer, so I'm doing this all myself. We've got uh, Navy SEAL Ingram here, um, and then um, uh, and then we have Christopher Chambers. Let's see if I can find the picture of Christopher Chambers here. We have Christopher Chambers uh, right here. Uh, both presumed to be KIA at this point. The family has already been notified, so we can say that without, you know, being disrespectful to them. Uh, the U.S. Navy has released the names of two Navy SEALs who went missing at sea that are now presumed dead. The Neville Special Warfare Command on Monday identified them in as Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers, 37 years old, and Second Class Operator Nathan Gage Ingram, 27 years old. They reported missing after a nighttime raid on a boat off the coast of Somalia on January 11th. U.S. officials said that they found parts of ballistic missiles and cruise missiles that Iran was supplying to Houthi fighters in Yemen. We extend our, this is a quote, we extend our condolences to Chris and Jade Gage's family, friends, teammates during this incredibly challenging time. They were exceptional warriors, cherished teammates, dear friends to many within the Naval Special Warfare community. Captain Blake Cheney, commander of Navy SEAL Warfare Group 1, he said in a statement, Chambers and Ingram were both assigned to a West Coast-based Naval Special Warfare. Chambers from Maryland enlisted in 2012. Um they were boarding a uh, just a very small vessel. One fell in, the other went after them, and they were never seen again. Uh, I don't know if they are considered the first KIA in World War III or not, but um, uh, you know this was uh, tragic. We've been following this since you know I called my SEAL buddies. 
uh, a couple of my Navy SEAL friends, and um, we talked about this. It was really crazy. Uh, one of my buddies is actually the commandant of dive school and does this a lot. Uh, and myself, I, I'm, I'm waterborne operations qualified. I went to the water, waterborne operations course when I was in a special operations, which is not a diver's course. This is just Zodiac boat training, ladder training, helo casting, camouflaging, uh, and, and basic movement techniques in the water uh, with a Zodiac boat. And things like that. I know how complicated these operations can be. And, and I know how crazy water can be. And, and these are seals. These are frogmen. These are dudes who live and breathe in the water. And even talking to these seals and the instructor uh, from the dive school, he says, listen, man, like um, when you're fighting eight to 12 foot heavy seas with all that equipment, boats are slamming into each other. Uh, anything can kind of happen. And, and a lot of times these guys do just simply fall off those ladders. Um, boats can slam into you, pinching you both. It could have been a, a thousand things. Plus that's very sharky, warm water. Um, and with all that commotion, with everything going on, um, there's just a lot of uh, things that could have could have went wrong with that. And so uh, very, very sad. And uh, our thoughts and prayers to their families and their warriors. And I hope that they get a uh, all the warrior benefits that's owed to those families. Uh, we all know that we're in World War Three. Whether the media wants to say it or not, we know. We know what's going well, on. We're not it, stupid. It's, it's crazy that they released the amount of information they did about what their op plan was. You know, usually it's with stuff like that. It just goes without saying, you know, uh, two seals were killed off the coast of Somalia or yeah. two seals went missing. And they're telling you the entire, you know, why they were there and what's they going on. Know. They want you to know that they were missiles being sent to the Houthis. They've, they've got to justify us being in an all out war here soon. Big government needs this big war. We need World War Three. It's pending. It's coming just like a pending civil war is coming. We're about to jump into that real right next. Um these are crazy times that we're living in. So this is just more propaganda that they feed on. They're like, you know, they, they have to mention in every one of these stories that they found missile components and things that are being delivered to the Houthis off the coast of Somalia. So now we can kind of wrap more countries into this. We can kind of get more involved. Listen, read between the lines. Uh, war is coming and they want it to come. Uh, and, and here's two, 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 uh, two more points to, to all of this. Um, number one. Is the January 6th pipe bombs. Number two is what's going on at the border. What's going on at the border is that the Supreme Court has ruled that uh, almost overnight that they have power over the borders, that that is federal jurisdiction and they want open borders. Even though last week Biden, Joe Biden himself, said that we have a crisis at the border and the very next week he deliberately fights Texas in putting up Constantina wire, enacting the National Guard, thwarts that by having Homeland Security go in there and start removing the Constantina wire. Now, they've had Constantina wire on the White House for the last two years. So it's okay to use Constantina wire on us to keep us out. But we can't use Constantina wire to keep illegal immigrants that you're wanting them to vote for you out. Nope. We know that this is uh, to rig the election. We know that here's where we're at, Tyler. We are at this moment where we know that the, the mail-in votes were all to sway an election. We know that the political persecution against Donald Trump was to sway an election. And now we know the Russia collusion stuff was to sway the election. And now we have allowing people to come across the borders. We allowed a mail-in ballots which, and, and, and voter idealist voting which no reasonable person on either side will tell you that that is okay. No reasonable person, Democrat or Republican, will tell you that not having an ID is reasonable to be able to vote. 
This is apparent, folks. It is apparent that they are trying to once again sway an election, which there's nothing more anti-American. There's nothing more uh, totalitarianism. Uh, there's nothing more um, fascist than rigging the election and persecuting your political rivals. When you say Department of Homeland Security in the feds, are you that's encompassing the Border Patrol, right? Or the Border Patrol yeah. with Texas? No, I think the Border Patrol is with the feds. Yeah, because they fall under – I'm pretty sure they fall under – Department of uh, Homeland Security. Yep. Yep. So that's that's like your HOA, which we, you know, I, it's just like the HOA in your neighborhood in the federal government. There's pros and cons. We want a small one, but they do bring some kind of value. But that's like the HOA coming to your house and saying you have to leave your front door open and telling you that you have to. And you're like, well, that's not safe. I have to worry about my house. You're, you know, you're coming in here and telling me how to run my house when you're in charge of all the houses in the neighborhood, all 50 states. So you have to let the states decide what's best for themselves. Yeah, I'm not going to dive into it now as we're running out of time. Uh, we'll we'll cover it on Patreon. I'll move over to Patreon on the news section. Uh, it's like $3 a month, guys. Tons of extra content, tons of extra shows on Patreon that we work really hard. Matter of fact, uh, spoiler alert for Patreon tomorrow, I've got uh, dancing TikToks, uh, Anti anti dancing cops TikTok on tomorrow. Who the the uh, the the TikTok that plays all the I mean I'm sorry the Instagram uh, that makes fun of all the uh, dancing cops. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. That we're all a part of. Everybody's a part of it. Hang on, I'll tell you who they are really quick. Uh, he's coming in anonymously. This is my favorite page. Those of you who know me know that this is my favorite page. It's um. Oh my gosh, hang on. Uh, I, I'm on it so much that I don't even remember its name because it's anti anti TikTok cop 2.0. So I'm at the anti TikTok cop. Absolutely hilarious. Follow them on Instagram, follow them on TikTok. And they just expose cops who are dancing and doing all the bullshit on the Instagrams. But my, I my, my only opinion on my only opinion on that page is that he reposts what they put out there right so he if, if yeah. dancing tiktok cop posts something he reposts it right and just but all he does is give a caption and, and there's only so much you can do with an anonymity right i don't i don't agree with it i i think if you're gonna have an opinion Dude, me and mike the cop like the cop and i we just shred every one of them and it's so but, much fun yeah but you can't really do that when all you do is repost something and then put a caption about how stupid it is like i mean well he's i want he's i want so he's uh, he's he's scared. Look at me, I'm a cop. I Eric, I have to go. You don't care if you. I scared. have to go in 20, 25 minutes and put on a uniform and go out and do shit. Like I, I'm a cop and I'm live, so I can't be late. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but, but you don't care. You you don't. You also don't care if you get fired because you, I do you, care. But you're but you're sitting here talking about having a nut sack and standing up at January 6th and all this shit. You can't have people that are scared. You can't be like, oh, I'm a cop, but I'm scared of getting in trouble. I don't want to be around you. I want motherfuckers. That I think this is uh I, I don't know. I disagree. I mean, I think the anti-TikTok page is uh it's a great place to roast. He doesn't have to expose himself and he just gets he to expose roast. other cops for us to be able to make fun of them. You know, but there's no roasting. He just reposts. That's it. There's no roast. Yeah, but he allows us to re us roast. That's why the comments are gold there. You ever been on I there? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really care for. Comments. You think he should like give his own his own uh, commentary yeah. on it? You don't have to show his mm -hmm. face. 
but give some kind of opinion. Give some kind of value. Well, I mean, I mean I'll guess. talk to him about it tomorrow. I'll tell him that it's your opinion and see what he does. I mean, I would yeah. like to see that too. It, I'd like to see his take on it. I mean, it's not just his page though. It's, it's all cop meme pages. I'm, they're, I mean, to me, they're fucking cowardly to an extent. I mean, you don't want to yeah. show your face and then you want to talk shit. Like, Somebody's got to do it though, Tyler. Somebody's got to expose these cops who are making this fucking terrible content. I make t-shirts calling it out. Like people do it. You can show your face and do it. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you should Huh? You're creative. I'm not, you know, there's not a lot of people can make t-shirts as cool as yours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> By the way, I love my defund dancing cops shirt. Um, Love it. Love it. Um, head over to Patreon if you want more of the border crisis stuff. We'll, we'll break it down. I, I we all have to get out of here on time today. Um, but ba but basically, um, here's what's what, what's happening, and I, I want to just spin it really quick from the border crisis over to uh, the pipe bomb thing because I've, I've talked to the Capitol Police guys. I've talked to one of my buddies that works with the uh, Secret Service on there, um, and and what I'm hearing now, complete game changer, um, a complete change in tone. Right now, the Capitol Police officer that I'm talking to is legit afraid. No, I, I, I take that back. Not legit afraid, but he's legit concerned. Like, full-on concerned. You can feel it in his tone of voice. I can feel it in the tone of voice in which our conversations go these days. That no matter what happens in 2024, it's going to be ugly. But this, he told me straight up. He said, listen, man, I can't, I can't just tell you what I think on the phone. But you, I'm asking, I'll let you know this. I'm asking the same questions and I have the same frustrations that you do because you're asking me questions that I don't have an answer to. And one of those questions is, and we talked about it in depth on the Patreon. And again, I'm plugging the Patreon because I'm saying like I can talk about more things on Patreon than I can on the YouTubes and I have more time to do it uh, outside of the regular programming here. So, uh, but, but. The, these bombs that were placed, these pipe bombs that were just magically placed at a magical time and were found just 20 minutes before the first gates were uh, um, uh, ransacked, before the crowd really got hyped up before 1 o'clock p.m. This all happened just in the right of the nick of time. And guess what? They were real bombs, but with waterlogged uh, or water damaged black powder. And so basically our synopsis is here is that the, the fed boys again like the gretchen whitmere case we talk we're going to talk about another case um we're, we're going to break it down on friday about a suicide bomber that the feds literally led to the capitol 10 years ago and then arrested him but they gave him an inner uh, vest they gave him an inner weapon even after he said he didn't want to do this um more just kind of this gretchen whitmere thing but they wanted to cause chaos on january 6th and they couldn't do that listen it's apparent now folks this isn't conspiracy theory wackadoodle stuff you have to have a real bomb because if you have a fake bomb then we would all know oh this is the fed boys playing with a fake bomb but it's hard to say it's the fed boys when it's a real bomb but i'm telling you right now anybody that goes and gets a real pipe bomb and, and puts a real timer on it that really works that goes through all that they're not going to put just on accident wet gunpowder inside of the pipe bombs it's just not going to happen that's not a coincidence folks but you know what the feds that are making a fake pipe bomb and giving it to a uh agitator uh, would would put fake inert a real a real black powder that has been tainted so that it won't explode, and then then just this off duty. Now this is how ridiculous this is this off duty Secret Service guy 
uh, or I'm sorry, off-duty undercover Capitol Police guy walks by as he's sitting, as, as Capitol Police is sitting right next to Secret Service with Kamala Harris in the background inside the building. And he walks up and he's like, hey, you guys know there's a pipe bomb over there. They get out of the car. They go look. The video camera from the private security zooms in on the bomb. So somebody's been dispatched. Somebody knows that the bomb is there. These guys walk over. They're like, yep, that's a fucking pipe bomb. It's got a timer on it. It's got a pipe on it. There's nothing that shows that this is not a pipe bomb. Kids walking across the street, just la di da di da Family walking across the street, la di la di la di da It's so apparent that the Fed boys knew that this thing was there. And 20 minutes before the whole thing goes off now we discover that there's a pipe bomb just to cause more of an insurrection just to cause more pandemonium and to paint this picture that january 6th was an insurrection when we know that nancy pelosi and chuck schumer denied the request of the capitol police chief and said no you can't have backup from metro pd three weeks prior no you can't have national guard two weeks prior and no you can't call in people who are already off duty from capitol police you guys are going to be understaffed for one of the biggest showing of a protest that we've ever had in the history uh well in the last decade uh, of our lifetime at the White House and you guys are just going to handle it minimally staffed and oh by the way we're going to put one bomb at the DNC and one bomb at the RNC both with inert uh, water damaged black powder at, at these locations and we're going to find all of this and cause pandemonium and chaos 20 minutes um, b before before one o'clock, before everything is supposed to take place and all the celebrations and the ceremonies are going to take place. Like when you start to add it all together, like I said, this whole thing is unraveling, folks. The bribery is coming out, unraveling. The whole Ashley Biden diary, the Project Veritas uh, uh, getting shut down and raided and, nobody's, and everybody's still talking about it. The fact that nobody's believing what's going on in Vegas. Not one person believes what happened in Vegas. If you do, please reach out to me. I haven't heard one person that they believe there wasn't more than one shooter or that the whole thing in Vegas is complete bullshit. No, everybody thinks that it happened and people really died. But nobody's – I've talked to a SEAL, a, a fucking Navy SEAL, who says, I can't tell you. I can't talk about it. But I'll tell you, there's so much chatter in our community, and we know some things. And I think you're asking the right questions. What? I wasn't expecting that from this guy. I wasn't expecting him to give to say that. I was expecting him to say like, "Yeah, that definitely sounds like a 240." Or something. I wasn't expecting him to be like, "Look, dude, I can't, I can't listen. You're you're asking the right questions. I can't talk about it." Yeah. I'll tell you that we have questions. So, and I listen. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows. I just don't think he can literally legit talk about it without getting in trouble. That's where I'm where I'm going with that. Uh, I don't think that he was a part of it or knows anything about it. But I, you know, it's unraveling, folks. And it, and what does it lead to? What is it? The, the fact that your personal, your your you have the Lavar case that just can't happen, where Nancy Pelosi's big guy, uh, Lavar or Lazarus, no Lazarus, uh, speaking out against the Oath Keepers, backing up Harry Dunn, and now Harry Dunn and Lazarus both uh, being pretty much caught by Blaze TV and what's called perjury, and then they 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 this they destroy this week two terabytes two terabytes of information that was supposed to be given from the January 6th footage. They destroyed two terabytes of it. And then 103 videos were, <clears throat> were locked behind a, uh, an encryption. And they have until today to give up the password because they tried to pull a Hillary Clinton and it's not working this time. It isn't working this time. When you add all that up, when you add up that this week that they they allowed the, the borders to just remain wide open and are literally starting shit 
with Texas, with Governor Abbott, literally all signs are pointing to a civil war. And if you think I'm crazy, you I, I think you're I think you're just keeping your eyes shut and you're refusing to look at the totality of the other circumstances because you want to just enjoy your your normal day of life. You want to keep going to your nine to five. You want to keep barely paying your your rent, barely paying your mortgage. You want to work your ass off just to still not be able to afford to do anything these days. And your kids are still going to the same public schools, getting the same public indoctrination and you can't afford to do anything else with them. And so you just not giving a fuck. And that's part of the problem, folks. That's what they want you to do. But they give you breadcrumbs and entertainment. They give you a little bread and circus, which is the Super Bowl. And I'm going to flow right into it from here. And then I'm going to shut up. And I'm only doing this for the sake of time. But look at this Super Bowl chaos right here. Um, if you want to look at the Super Bowl for the from the Bengals versus L.A., the at the beginning of the season when they launched the Super Bowl Live, it had the colors of the L.A. Lambs and Bengals. And whoever had the least amount of color won the Super Bowl. The very next year, green and red, Kansas City and the Eagles, the most little bit of color on there was the red and it went to Kansas City, and now they have the Super Bowl out, which is uh, predominantly red and predominantly purple, San Francisco, Baltimore. Now Chicago Sports NBC is now even reporting on this, and they've been putting that out on TikTok since the beginning of the season. However, I will caveat to that because I've been following it very closely. I'm not a sports guy, but I love conspiracy theories. They were calling it, uh, I think they were calling it at the beginning of the year, Kansas City Chiefs with the whole Taylor Swift thing and and maybe like uh, another team that's like in blue. I can't remember if it was Dallas or the Titans or something like that. But now that we look at it, it's overtly purple and it's overtly maroon red. And we have San Francisco and they always choose, going back towards the Saints, a city in despair to make that city alive again, brother. Get them cheering and get them, have some some pride in them. And that's and, and if you look at each one of these cities that goes to it, it's a city giving them pride. We got Detroit, giving them a little bit, making the playoff. All these struggling cities are starting to pop up who's struggling more than san francisco and baltimore right now aside from chicago so what i'm saying right now guys is that for me looking between the lines it is apparent that we have some kind of a civil war brewing or at least it's leading in that direction or or maybe it's just a boiling point to where the right takes a play out of the left's playbook and we all start to show our asses and, and publicly protest like they did for the whole BLM movement, like they did for the whole uh, Michael Brown and, and uh, the Ferguson movement and the George Floyd movement and really showing their asses um, and taking knees and doing all the things that they did. Maybe it's going to be our turn to get up and talk and have our way with it. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? We got to go in two minutes. You got two minutes and we're out. Yeah, man. I, I The problem is, is that, you know, people traditionally conservative and on the right are the high ground people. You know, they are the type of people that don't lash out and don't act juvenile and don't throw temper tantrums. And, you know, life's hard. Life sucks. Life's not fair. You know, continue to bust your ass, work and grind, which turns into what you talked about. You know, they they grind themselves right into a depression and they don't even know it yet. And then an entire you got a fucking three year depression that destroys the country. You know, that shit is going to happen again. Yeah, but weird times that we're living in, guys. I'm glad we're doing the news story. I'm glad you guys are into it. Uh, hit us over on Patreon, please. Uh, if, if if you really want more of this thing, everything we're doing, trying to hire a new writer uh, and some fact checkers to make us better at news, so that we're not just being imposters here. And it's not just me uh, going on these crazy rants. Uh, 2024 is a game changer. Listen, to the guy that I talked to from Capital PD said, "No matter what happens, no matter what happens in 2024, I can't believe." that I live in a time where I have the opportunity to work through it. He 
said, because if, if Biden gets reelected, if, if uh, Michelle Obama gets elected, whatever's going to happen, which by the way, we're going to talk about that on the Patreon as well. Michelle Obama really looking for like, there's some predictions that she's coming out in May that she's going to, to actually run for president and, and which is crazy. I don't know. It's not so crazy. Let's talk about it. It'll be on the Patreon, but he says, no matter what happens, he has to work it or he has the opportunity to work it. And he says, I think, I think the world changes for the 2024 election. I think the world, I think there's no way that the craziest shit doesn't happen during that time. And I have the opportunity to be on the front lines of it. And I'm glad that that's his take. What a real hero. What a real warrior, whatever happens, he's ready for it. He's geared up and listen, it sucks. It sucks for him. Um, because both sides are not going to like him. Both sides are going to see him as the enemy and he's not. He's been a fan of failure stop from the beginning. He's a great cop. He makes great decisions. He has a beautiful family. I've met him personally. Um, and I have appreciated our, our friendship and our, and our time on the phone, which we could have more of it. He's a genuinely really good guy um, who enjoys being a cop and wants to do the right thing for the right reasons all the time, um, no matter what the optics are. So I love it. Um, Loren says, are you going to be live on Patreon? I'm going to try. I'm, I'm still new to the whole Patreon thing. Um, I know that the other guys have been doing Patreon. If there's a way to do it live, I will. I just figured out how to chat with you guys and Patreon. So I've got the app on my phone now. So I am going to stay up with you guys on chats. I'm chatting all over the place though. But my favorite place to chat is the FTS uh, underscore Wolfpack private group. Um, I'm also checking the messages on the, it's all me. I haven't hired anybody yet to do it. So I'm doing the Instagram messaging replies. I mean, all, other people have access to it, but if, if there's a reply that you assume is me, it is me. I would never let anybody speak on my behalf. Not yet. I'm not there yet. I, I, I maybe one day, Maybe one day, but there would have to be some like crazy rules that I would have for that person, and they'd have to like run it by me first. Or something. I don't know. I just it just feels weird to me. I want to. I, if, if I'm responding, it's me. Okay, um, and, and so I, I'm still working on it. Deadleg uh, says he's working on figuring out the live on the Patreon. So I know that we get more. I get. I, I know that as as more people um, pay and we get more subscriptions, Patreon opens more doors for us. I think like there's a live video feed thing that you're allowed, but I don't think you're allowed to use that unless you have a certain amount. Of, I don't know yet. I haven't done any of the research on Patreon. That's been dead leg and John's uh, boat. I just make content for it, but I'm starting to get into it a little bit more. Um, especially because I see how much you guys like the new stuff, man. Like I, I really just, it, it blows my mind that, that you guys listen to this stuff. It's really cool. Um, and I want to do a better job at it. So, Hey, I know you got to go. I know I got to go. Stay frosty. We'll do a Patreon. We'll get a lot more news in there. Hopefully giving you uh, freebies, uh, the free people out here listening to the podcast, giving you something to talk about if you want a little bit more or you want or you want to hear some some more, more like facts versus opinion, head over to Patreon. We'll, we'll get you filled in there. Um, as for myself, for the Anti-Hero Podcast, go over there and follow them. Listen to them today. Check out that Rob O'Neill episode. Still fire to this day. One of my favorite episodes in podcast history. It's on my top 10 list. Um and so I really appreciate having Tyler here. Tyler, uh, please don't get shot in the face today. I won't. Okay. Promise. <laughs> I'll be here Friday. If I'm not here Friday, I got shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, homie. We'll see you guys. I'm, for, until next time, guys, guns up and giddy up.